are you trying to uncover your true purpose? Are you trying to figure out what it is you're meant to do next or who you're here to serve? Once you know these answers, you provide it provides the basis for how you make decisions in your marketing, in your business, in your finances. But if you don't know this, that's when people find themselves on the hamster wheel and super confused on what to do next. And that's why I've invited Marina Suhalutsky here. She's the CEO of Purpose Built. She's going to walk you through these topics. And what you're going to learn here in this episode is one, what it actually means and what is like on the other side once you understand your purpose. Two, you're going to go within, you're going to really understand how to overcome the limiting beliefs and also the roadblocks along the way. Three, you're going to understand how to ask the key questions to uncover your purpose. And four, how to take the action and actually live it. Let's dive in. Hello and welcome to the Awaken Your Business podcast. My name's Tyson Sharp, and if it's also your mission to heighten consciousness, yes, you are a light worker. And it's in this podcast where you execute that heart's mission by integrating your spiritual and business growth. This is what I call stepping into the role of the heart-centered CEO. This is the version of you who knows the numbers, you know how to grow an audience, you know how to create more impact and more income. But every business strategy is done through the filter of love, compassion, consciousness, and contribution. So when you're ready, take a deep breath, and I'll see you on the inside. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Awaken Your Business podcast. We are laughing a little bit here because we are... (laughs) Just had some voices on on Zoom reach out to us and uh, and, and shouted us, but with all all technology aside, we're going to have an amazing conversation. If you're looking to follow your purpose, follow your passion, get clarity around what you're here to do and who you're here to serve, especially the limiting beliefs that might come up and the fears that might come up along the journey, uh, we're going to have an incredible conversation. And the reason why I know that is because I have joined Marina's uh, workshop. Marina invited me to her workshop. I participated. I was all in trying to really get the languaging down pat of what my purpose is and who I'm here to serve and, um, and how it makes sense in my own mind and in my own heart. And I haven't shared with this, shared with, this uh, with you, Marina, but even, even months and months down the track, I don't review it um, consistently all of yeah. the time. I can still remember it. I can still remember it. And every single time... I get in a, I'm confused about something or I'm meditating on something or something comes up and, um, and really frustrates me or whatever. I remind myself of that. It is my mission to heighten consciousness, help people awaken to who and what they are so they can follow their heart's mission and live a life of depth beneath the surface. That might seem, it might seem pretty uh, out there to a lot of people, but to me, it feels, it feels aligned and it, it, Gets, gives me a lot, a lot of passion. So, Marina, first of all, how are you going? Welcome to the podcast. Thank you, thank you, thank you for taking time today. My pleasure, my pleasure. Anyone who's looking at her last name, it's pronounced Suhalutsky. Is we gave right? a phonetic, little funny, little read-along <laughs> thing. It's not like I haven't done that before. <laughs> no, but we welcome you here. Um, I can't wait to see what comes up. No doubt there's going to be some delved questions where we're going to dive in deep about money dive in deep about these these little uh fears doubts limiting beliefs we have with following our heart's mission full time and just absolutely to our purpose but i'll read your bio here let me bring it up so people get a bit of more of an understanding about who we're talking to so marina is the founder of purpose built a company whose mission is to help people awaken people wake up to who they are who they truly are and what they're meant to contribute in the world and make money doing it, for God's sake. So Marina brings a unique mix of corporate background and deep personal development work to her approach. She has been trained with Dr. John Martini and a facilitator with his values and collapse methodologies. She's also an NLP practitioner and loves how people and companies work. Marina spent over a decade in corporate America managing 30 plus person teams and over 200 million in software for IBM. She left the corporate world to follow her own purpose, beauty, and, uh, and, and she's here to help people live the lives of authentic and that are authentic and inspired. So every part of her being is inspired to help people live authentically 
and from a place of true alignment so they can make the impact they're here to make in this world. And now she's working with entrepreneurs and executives to find their true calling and bring their mission to life. That's clearly, clearly what you do. I noticed the passion in your workshop of how much you love this stuff. Um, but I'd love to give you the space to just share what it is, your, your heart's mission, your calling, your story. How did you get into all of this? Yeah. So, you know, it's funny. It's like, I don't think anybody's ever read my bio out loud before. I'm like, interesting. Is that what I've done? Yeah. Uh, Who am I really talking to? <laughs> what is happening? So, you know, it's okay. So I actually want to start and say, say thank you for giving me the space. Thank you for inviting me. Thank you for having me here. And when I think about how you and I met Tyson, so we obviously met for those of you who don't know in the serving circle, we, we met on clubhouse and you invited me into the serving circle. And so in my mind, we met at the serving circle and the idea that you have a bunch of people who are all getting together because they love what they do and they just want to create, uh, you know, more of what they do in the world and help each other do it is, is as, as aligned as it gets, right? For what I'm doing. It's like, okay, so you know who you are, you know what you love, you want to help people doing it and you want to bring it to the world. Like that's purpose-built. That's, you know, and so when we met, I was like, is this real life? Do we, are we doing the same thing here? <laughs> like, you know, and it's been so beautiful to, to, to get to know you, to experience your magic for you to experience what I'm doing. And it, and there is so much alignment. It really is very much about let's get people woken up to what it is they're meant to do here and to actually follow the, their heart in doing it and help them along that path. And then let's let them, you know, blossom in that and and create really cool shit excuse my french but to, yeah. to help them create what they're here to create you know and that's what purpose built is is all about awesome what, what do you think happens when someone has that mission statement they have their purpose on paper and they have this they have the language for it that resonates with them what does that do yeah. to them as an entrepreneur as a business owner even as a team leader what do you think what do you think really happens in them when they have that yeah, I, I mean, every person is different, right? So some people, they have affirmation that what they're doing is the right path. Like you, you that, that was for you, right? Like you had a little bit of like a two degree, one degree tweak. It's not like you changed your entire, you know, people think purpose is like, okay, I have to do a hundred degree, 180 degree turn. For some people, it's like, it's affirmation. It's like, I am on the right track. This is what I'm supposed to do. This is it feels true to me. Just like you said, like you, you, you can remember it because it's aligned. It's like you found your frequency and this is a spiritual podcast, right? So we can have, we can speak in that language. Like you found your, your frequency, you put language to it and now you can just come back to it and go, that's, that's me. That's my energetic signature. That's what I'm here for. Totally. Other people, it, it creates that filter. It did that, that maybe didn't quite, exist before right so some people will go okay i've just been doing this and i've been doing this and i've been doing this and i've been throwing shit at the wall and seeing if it sticks and we pull back and we go actually here are all the common threads in all of what you've been doing and now let's 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 paint the picture for you so you know actually i have been living in my purpose i just didn't know what to call it or where to look to find it and so, you know, some people are, are sort of at the starting point going like, what am I doing here? And other people are, yep, that's exactly right. Like we, we got it. We got the language and anywhere and anything in between. And the last thing I'll say is it is a full body experience. Like it's not just a thought, you know, sometimes we'll get these mission statements or whatever. And, and they'll be like, I'm here to create synergy for the whatever. Right. And it's a bunch of language that isn't ours. And so the second we get our language, it's like, it's a tear, it's a pop, it's, it's a full body, like, yep, that's it. Beautiful. And I know we didn't um, dive too much into the question of your story. We kind of bypassed it. Oh, yeah. Oh, I can go back. Yeah. No, no, but, but let me ask you, tying, tying into your story, what was this journey like for you in recognizing almost like your purpose is helping people find their purpose, but where did that transition happen to you when you were living, when you were working in corporate and obviously yeah. that successful journey, how did you, 
have the courage to make that transition? How did you follow your purpose? What was that transition like for you? Yeah. So there's a couple of things I can say. So one thing I can say is there's this concept that John teaches, who I study with, um, which is the idea that your voids drive your values. So the things that you perceive to have been missing or the things that you may have like um, had pain around growing up are the things that you then seek out and get really, really good at. Right. And so for me, there's a lot of reasons for why I didn't feel like I could be my authentic self growing up. And I remember one thing my mom always taught me. She said, she was like, so, so my mom tells me the story of her as a, as a kid in school, she has kind of like a bigger nose. And so she would get made fun of for her bigger, bigger nose. Right. And she would turn sideways and go like, okay, do you see it? Like, do you want to measure it? Like, how do you want me to do this? Right. And she'd talk to people about it. She's like, listen, if this is, if you don't like my nose, like this is my nose, like this is what we're working with here. Right. So you're going to just have to like deal with it or just don't be my friend or whatever you want to do. Right. And so she, like, as a, as a young, young child, she always instilled in me, like, you can, you're just as good as anybody else. And like, you, you are who you are. Right. And so that thread, and I can go into a lot more detail about it, but that thread of like, you are who you are, I carried it through. And the places where I felt like I couldn't be who I was, I felt the pain of that, right? And so when I felt the pain of not being able to be who I am 100% authentically, I sought it out in others. And I was able to spot a lack of authenticity pretty quickly, right? Even in this moment, I'm like, how much of my story do I actually want to share? You're probably feeling like, okay, maybe there's like a little bit more in there, right? And so it's a level of, of how much authenticity a person can have at any one moment, how much comfort level they have to like bear their souls or bear their vulnerability. Like I have a feeling for that. And it's because of not having it all the time when I grew up and also finding a value in it, you know, at the same time mm. with the story for my mom. And so that was like the core, right? When you talk about authenticity, like that's, that, 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 that runs deep. That's not from a corporate perspective, right? When I got into corporate, I was like, are we playing a game here? Like, why is everybody taking themselves so seriously? Like, what are, what are we do? Like, we're not like doing brain sur surgery or rocket science or sending people to the moon. Like we're doing marketing and branding and putting products in market. Like we're taking ourselves very, very seriously and nobody's having any fun. Like, what are we doing here? <laughs> And so I actually went in and started like just being more and more and more myself to like test the limits. Like I once wore a pug shirt to a CEO's office just to see if he'd be like what, concerned about whether or not I dressed for the occasion, you know? He's like, why are you, like you could just, uh, everybody was like, and I just showed up with a big, big dog on my chest and I'd be like, hey, what's up? Like, are we here to, to play or are you gonna listen to what I have to say, you know? Like what's more important? And so I would test and test and test authenticity in corporate and that's, and people would just love it because it's like, there's this separation between I have to show up this way and I have to show up that way. And I was just like, nope, we're not doing any of that. Like we're just not doing it. And when I started managing people, that's when I got into this place of like, hey, who are you? Like as a human, you know, I'd interview somebody and they'd, they'd, they'd start telling me their resume and I'd look at them and I'd say, so you're going to spend 60 hours a week here. What's going to make you happy? Who are you? Like, you want to tell me something? And they'd look at me like I was crazy. And I had broccoli growing out of my ears. And they're like, you don't want to know my like certification? And I'm like, I already read your resume. Tell me something about how we're going to interact. And so this thread of like, how do you show up authentically? And how do you keep people happy from a place that's actually true to them has been woven throughout my career and 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 I left I'll tell you one more story I'll tell you is I left when I had no choice in how to manage my team I had to fire 30% of my team and I was like I'm not doing this anymore like this is not how I want to interact with people and that's when I left and that's when Purpose Built was born. Mm. But seeing that thread passed over in terms of really connecting with people helping really dive in deep terms of who they are and how they what makes them happy and how do we provide an environment which allows them to do that now instead of doing that in the corporate world um you're really starting to help you know entrepreneurs and individuals and even team leaders um 
understand that within themselves. Because sometimes we just get lost, right? We get lost in all of the shoulds, what you were describing, but we, we don't really tune into ourselves and ask ourselves the question of like, what am I here for? And, and what makes me happy? What lights me up? And how do I design my life around that? Um, yeah. It's crazy, hey? Yeah, I was just going to say like, and what is driving my actions at work or my actions with people? I was just on a client call, you know, C-suite person um, in a company and really concerned about um, not being heard and not listening in, within, the, within the C-suite. I'm trying to be a little bit sensitive to the, you know, specifics, but this person, we took a step back and we looked at what's important to her as a human. And we actually found where that void was that was driving the behavior of not listening or of, of not being heard. And when we, when we took back, took a step back to her as a human, she was like, Oh, I don't, you know, she, it, she softened like that, that, that behavior doesn't need to be there anymore because we can find different ways of being heard and of being seen. And so I think a lot of the other thing that maybe I don't talk about as much, but a lot of this work is about choice. Like, what do you want to do? What do you choose to lean into? What do you create awareness around and then move away from, right? Mm -hmm. So that you can be the most authentic version of yourself without some of the, the, the societal stuff, the family stuff that's kind of like in the background driving yeah. some of those decisions. Well, that would be, that would be my, my next question is what's the biggest, the, the biggest sort of roadblocks or challenges people find against? Cause, um, I know deep down when people meditate, they go in, they can, they can generally get an understanding of what lights them up. What really is the thing that would, would, is their heart calling is their mission. And they really, they really understand it. Even if it's a glimpse of what their next step might be, but what is the, what is that roadblock? What is the challenge with allowing people to go all in on that and to really follow it full time and, and do what they're meant to do in the world? What do you, what have you seen as the biggest, the biggest roadblocks so you want to you want to sneak peek into something i just beta tested last weekend i'm in i don't know we should ask our listeners i, I don't know how we're going to get real-time feedback but i'm assuming <laughs> they're screaming saying yeah yes listen let, let us in let us in go for yeah, it so, so you know we do this purpose workshop and that gets to your why and we 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 do talk about like limiting beliefs around not feeling like you can get paid for things we can talk a little bit more about that right but one of the things that I've really been delving into in the last month, probably two months, is are there any overarching questions specifically for purpose and leaning into purpose that people get stuck on? Because there's limiting beliefs around what people can make money doing, but deeper than that, is there anything deeper? And what I have kind of come upon and, and my current Point of view is there's an overarching question that people ask themselves that's driving things in the background which is will i be okay like will i be okay will i be okay from a financial standpoint will i be accepted which is just another version of will i be okay or will i be judged will i you know maintain my standard of living it's there's an underlying foundational layer which is will i be okay and then underneath that do you want me to go deeper i feel like i talked so much about myself that i need to double check with you no no we're, we're all good we're all good okay. continue so will i be okay right and under will i be okay which are judgments financial concerns you can you we can go you know rattle those off there's kind of two prongs one is do i believe in the world and one is do i believe in myself mm. because we can go really really deep into limiting beliefs about myself as a human being. So I'm not good enough. I don't matter. I'm uh, uh, not qualified enough. I don't look the part, imposter syndrome, right? And I've been playing a lot in that space and still coming up against like, oh, there's still something in the way. There's still something in the way. And so that's where I started realizing, oh, there's global beliefs. Like we just had one in the workshop last weekend, which is, which was like crazy, but amazing. And it was money is the root of all evil. Like that has nothing to do with me as a human, but it's still there and it's still running. And if we don't, you know, pop that one, it, it's like, well, I can be as, 
I can matter and be as good enough as I want to be, but if money is evil and I'm good, there we are, right? And so beliefs around global beliefs around the world, individual beliefs about yourself, laddering up into, will I be okay? And if we can get a person to feel like they'll be okay, right? Even if they're being judged for their nose and whatever, right? Like even, even if all those things are present, then things pop and then things change. And that's where you can start to vision with a person. Awesome. So hopefully that's got all the listeners thinking. <laughs> where does that question pop up for you in terms of will I be okay not only with finances but with living situations relationships insecurities am I going to be okay I think I might give everyone a bit of a I'd love to dive in deep more about the money side of things but I, I think I think it'll help all of our listeners to just if you were to walk through some of the steps that you take people from if someone's here and they're like man what is um, what is my purpose? How do I start to understand this? How do I start to realize, you know, what my next steps are, why I'm here and those different things. Maybe for a couple of minutes, just give a, everyone a brief understanding of the steps you walk through in your workshop or maybe some key questions that they can ask themselves and then we yeah. can get the, we'll get the ball rolling from there. Yeah, cool. Okay. So there's a few things. So first we talk about, and we actually just think about like, what are the things that are most important to us? right? Like what lights us up where, you know, so I have people um, kind of uh, free write on what lights us up, what's inspiring to me, what's like the most important juicy thing that I can talk about until it's three in the morning at this, right? If this was three in the Tyson woke up at how, when did you wake up? Four in the morning, five in the morning? Yeah, it was something like that. It was, I think it was woke four, up at five in the morning. morning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. To do the workshop, right? Like that's an example of, of alignment of going, okay, I'm going to spend my time. I'm going to get enough energy to, to, in me to, to do this thing, right? That's because it's important to me. Yeah. And so we go into what's, in, what's inspiring, what's important, what lights me up. We then look at what are my, my hard skills, right? And it's not just what people went to school for, but it's what do you, you know, I ask questions like, what are you better at than, than anyone else you know? People hate that question because it's really pushing you to the edges, right? Mm -hmm. And the whole workshop, the whole purpose process pushes you to the edges, your edges, so that you can get to your center. Like if that's one thing that I can leave people with, it's push yourself to your own edges so that you can find your center. And when we use Ikigai, which is the, the framework I'm walking through right now, that's what it does. It walks you through what's inspiring to you, what you love, what you're really, really good at, so your skill set. And then it also looks at your impact on the world. So what are you here to contribute? So when you walk down a street and you see something happening and it brings a tear to your eye or just makes you really, really angry, what is it that pains you, right? It can be bullying. It can be hunger, homelessness. It can be, um, you know, animals that aren't taking, what, what is it that like pains you? Because what pains you gives you a, an insight into what your contribution will be. Um, and so we, we free write on that. I do not ask people to free write on what, they're, what they can make money at because that's the number one limiting belief that I find pretty consistently. But we, we look at that process and then we go, okay, so how do I want to map these things that I love or that I'm good at or that I want to contribute to whether or not I actually want to get paid for them? <laughs> because I think purpose-built, like one of my passions is just finding your purpose and being like, great cool found it and then not living into it is is like that i wouldn't be succeeding right and part of living into it is actually deciding deciding not necessarily always doing the thing that you think is is your your impact as work some people do it as as freelance some people do it as nonprofit work it doesn't really matter right but deciding if you want to get paid for it you can and walking people through that process, choose, like, do you want to get paid for this or not? And then we help them kind of start to vision and, and get into a sense of gratitude for, for creating that space so that they can bring it into the present moment. Beautiful. So you're working on one, what's most important to you? What lights you up and you free write around all of that? Two is your hard skills. You know, what are you better at? What are you better at than anyone else? Question that everyone hates. And then three is really, is that really going deep in terms of your experiences of what pains you, what, what frustrates you, what is, what's out in the world that just gets, you know, your fire going. 
Um, but then also relating that to what you love most in the world and um, where you find the beauty. Is that really where you start to hone in on all these different aspects of life and then seeing if there's a common thread and if there's a different thing yeah. that is there? Yeah, we do a lot of um, free write exercises that help you get underneath the surface of the things you're comfortable saying, right? And we, we extract language. We literally extract language. Like there, there are people, um, like I give the example of one of my friends, she's a photographer. She was deciding whether or not to buy a $25,000 or a camera. Like they're expensive. They're like these crazy looking like metallic machine things that, that then like capture your aura. And so she knew she was in photography, right? But her purpose statement ended up having the words play and witnessing in them. And these aura photography pictures are little Polaroids. Like they're literally wit little witness moments. And so when she got to her purpose statement, which was, I'm here to witness your light and mine in all its playful possibilities. She was like, okay, I'm buying this camera. Like, right. It was they just sort of like something clicked in it in that moment for her. These are goosebumps moments for me. Cause I know when someone is following that mission, following their, their calling, and they've, they've gone through the exercises, they've done the free writing, they've noticed the common language, and then they make a goddamn decision that is important to them, despite how like their mind might be freaking out. That to me is crazy. That to me is like one of the most beneficial things you can do is find out what is most important to you, find out where your passion is, find out what your purpose is, and make a scary but exciting decision about it. It it just, it can't not light you up and just, it breaks away the stories of what your mind thinks is possible and says, man, I'm living this life now. And it just opens you up so much. Is that what yeah. you Yeah. Oh my God. Completely. Like, first of all, she's killing it. Like that 25 grand is she, she flew to St. Bart's last two weeks, two weeks ago for a private or like, it's just like, it, it opens up your world opens up. Mm. Um, I heard once somebody say, that the difference between an entrepreneur and somebody who's thinking of being an entrepreneur is that, um, you know how they say, take, take, take the, the, the hard step and like there will be support, you know, something will open up for you. That's kind of what you and I are talking about. The difference in mindset is that an entrepreneur believes that it's because they're the ones taking the step that the door opens up. Mm. Like it's because I'm doing it that opportunities will open. That that's the level of belief. Because a lot of people are trying to do it the opposite. They're trying to say once the door opens up, I'll take I'll take the step, and they're trying to therefore they're trying to follow their heart's calling from a place of safety that says I'll do it as long as everything's in place, right? And once everything's in place and everything, I know I'm going to succeed. I'm not going to fail. Everyone's going to love me. Then I'm going to take the leap but mm -hmm. we don't know we, th those opportunities will never come because the universe is teaching you the lessons of trust and to just follow your heart and, and, and be guided. So when you do take the action, when you do buy the, the camera 25 grand, all of a sudden the opportunities open up and same with everyone listening. As soon as you follow that step that says where your mind's freaking out and says, Oh my God, if I just did that, my world will you know open up all new possibilities taking the courage to take the leap is the thing that opens up the doors. So that's, that's the nuance. Like having the courage to do it is the thing that actually opens it up. Mm. Yeah. Awesome. I can I tell you one quick more, one little additional story. Go for it. So I put in my notice from corporate three days before COVID really hit in, in the States. Mm. Like it was like March 9th. And I, and I mean, I had a big team and I turned down a promotion. I have a video I'll show you one time uh, offline, Tyson, I, that I, a Marco Polo that I sent to somebody after I had turned down this promotion and I'm just like losing it. I'm like, who turns down a promotion? I had, I, had, I went from a 30 person team to 180 person team is what I was turning down. And it was a big deal. Like woman, like works my, my way up, all of that. Right. Like I did the thing. I checked the box. I, right. And when I turned, when I gave notice and then COVID hit, I had a massive trust fall process with myself. Massive. I was like, should I go back? What, like, we don't know what's going to happen. This was early, like really early. What if I need to help my parents? Like 
all these things. And I was like, look, Marina, I had a big moment. I was like, you're not going to start a company called Purposeville and, and like go backwards now. Like, you're not going to like do this now. Right. Yeah. Like you, you just were doing it. And yes, we don't know what the outcome is. And like, you know, and I tell people I had a transition plan. Everybody needs a transition plan. It's not like I was, I had no money in the bank and I was just, you know, just blind trust. It was, there was some practical reality. I was like, we're going to make a measured conscious decision, but we're going to trust. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, it was COVID like the beginning. Yeah. Wow. Crazy. If, and I guess what was the belief that instilled in you, if you have this deeper levels of trust, was there a particular belief that you thought, you know, no matter what happens or if this happens or whatever, what, what was the belief that allowed you to follow through? I, it was a knowing I had done enough of my own sort of, what am I here for? Is this right? I'd obviously had purpose built in the background and I was building it and testing it and all those things. And I just knew, like, I knew that one, I didn't agree from a, a management perspective with the, the decisions that they were making, right? The whole 30% layoff thing, that was, we can have a whole other conversation about that. But I knew that I, the, that path was no longer going to be my path. So I had to find another path. And I could just, I don't know how to describe it, except to say that, like, I'd felt it click. Like I knew that this thread of authenticity that we've been talking about, like I had gotten to a place where I was like, if I do other things, I'll be at like 50% of my inspiration. Mm. If I go all in, at least I'm, I'm all in on the thing I love, yeah. you know? And it just was, a, I just knew, like I got to a place of knowing that had taken me probably a year and a half to get to, maybe even a little bit more. But once you know, at least in my perspective, you sort of can't not do it. Yeah. It's it. And you gotta, you gotta think that everything that we're here to pass on to someone or teach or coach on, or the, the, the example we're here to be, the lessons we're here to, um, to, to teach the, the universal lineup, the lessons that you need to learn in perfect harmony for you, for example, yep. if you're teaching people, if you're coaching them, if you're working through in terms of purpose built, you really you need to take those leaps yourself. And, and cause now you, now you truly, when you're running these workshops, operate from congruency and operate from a place of integrity. And it's, and, and people can feel your certainty. They feel your confidence. Yeah. Especially when you work. I remember when I took your workshop, you took a lot of time helping people overcome the belief around money and says, and you, you're like, you can get paid doing anything. We have so many things at our disposal, so many resources at our disposal, so many opportunities right now. It's just a matter of being resourceful enough to getting paid doing what you love. And that the, the excuse of, oh, I can't get paid doing that is not an option in your workshop. And you it's hurry literally people not. On that, right? Yeah. But that comes across with confidence. So what can you talk to on that? What if someone is talking through themselves and saying, oh, I'd love to do that. Oh, it feels like exciting. It feels like a big pull, but I can't make money doing that obviously you said before deciding is the, is the key, the first step. Like, is it, is it really, if anything's possible, is it something I would love to get paid doing? If it is, if that is yeah. their calling, what is the, what are some steps or what are some tips you have for people overcoming? Yeah. That yeah. So um, one thing that was really useful for me and that I do a lot with, with clients is I actually have them list out all the things they think they're going to lose or they're afraid of losing because if, because the subconscious, the role of the subconscious mind is to protect us. It will not let you take action if it fears or thinks you're going to lose something, right? What are you going to put in its place? And so one of the things I do is I basically say like, even in, in, including money, right? Like, okay, if I am going to lose a, a paycheck every two weeks, that is, I'm just going to say a thousand dollars just to make it simple, right? Where else in your life does that thousand dollars already exist? Find it. And I actually have them find it. It's either in savings or it's in, um, you know, a side gig or it's in my parents will help me out or it's in, I'll pick another shift up, right? Where will, where actually is it possible to have that money? And so it quiets the subconscious mind and shows you, okay, it's actually here. It's accessible. 
And that's a really interesting process because energy is not, it's not created or destroyed. It just shifts form. Right. And so if you can show a person, it's actually already here for you, just like your purpose is already here. One of the things you and I haven't talked about is that purpose is a state of being. You're actually already in, you and I are in our purpose. The person, like if you're listening right now, you're actually in your purpose. It's just understanding where to look. And so the same thing is true for list all the things you're going to perceive to lose health insurance, whatever, uh, social interactions with team, you know, with, with your, with, with peers and actually list out where do I already have those in a different form. And when you find that and you get to this, there is a moment you're just like, Oh, I'm not losing anything. Mm. Right. And if there are things you cannot find that you're just like, I just, I, they don't exist. Right. I don't have a thousand dollars. Right. Then you, you find limiting beliefs that point to like, where in you are you not capable of making it? So that's a layer deeper. Right. So then you go into those two, will I be okay columns? Right. Is it the world or is it me? And then we look at, okay, where is your, I'm not smart enough. I'm not good enough. I'm not whatever enough. Right. The only one that I let people have is I'm not qualified enough. Right. So, so if in fact you need different skills, like let's go get you get different skills. I think a lot of times people go like, well, it's just going to all be right. And it's not, sometimes you need to get training. Like I, you know, I've been doing personal development work for well over 15 years, but I needed certification so that people would be like, okay, check, the, check that box. Right. And that's perfectly legitimate, but I'm not good enough. I, I'm all of those like, nope, like we're not doing that here. We look at that, we find where it came from, we clear it, we, re, we transmute it, we put something else in its place, and then we carry on. But understanding what the fact that you're actually not losing anything and seeing where you're going to gain helps unlock the subconscious from stand, standing still. Yeah. And even in that question of your purpose is your being, I think, remind, I think the reminder that I remember from, from your workshop the insight that I have is your purpose is in you. It's not outside of you where, cause when, it, when you, when you view it as outside of you, your mind can say, your mind goes to lack that says, Oh my God, I don't have this statement, this purpose, this mission. And I need to find it out there. But the yeah. reminder is that it's in here. It's inside you. It's already in your heart. You just, you're uncovering it. Totally. And therefore your, 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 it's, it's truly inside you. You, you don't lack it. It's always been there. It's just doing the work to uncover it and, um, and to live it, right? And that's an exciting journey along with all of the healing and the releasing of limiting beliefs that come along with that. Um, it's, it's something that just guides you. Hey, is that what you found? Yeah, totally. Like, I don't really actually have anything else to add. Like, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> like, you, have to go, you have to understand that if you're chasing something outside of yourself, that's the game, right? That's, that's the ladder. That's the, the rat race. Like that's what we're taught in society in Westernized society to, to believe I'm not good enough. There's always something better, more and more and more. Mm -hmm. That's actually societal programming. And if we drop that and we actually, what you do a lot, which is we get super quiet and we get super still and we actually lean into a safe environment and a safe community that's supportive, right? That's not going to judge that allows you to go, okay, it's safe to explore what's inside. How do I do that? And that's what a lot of the exercises you do with your clients are that I do, right? It's how do I get quiet and still enough to feel safe enough to let everything else come out. Mm -hmm. And when everything comes out, you find yourself. Mm -hmm. It is, it is the journey of finding yourself. It, I mean, we can, I just believe we're all here for a particular purpose. We're all here for a reason. And it's, un, it's discovering that. And we can feel when we're in a part on a path that isn't in our highest alignment. It might've been at one point, it might've been in your expansion to go down this job or to go down this route or to get into this relationship where it really felt in, in your expansion and, you know, and to learn some lessons there. But we, we all know what it feels like to go on a path that, where that's getting stagnant you're getting lessons and red flags and signs that say there's something else there and to go in deep and to pull out a statement, to pull out a mission um, that you can put on paper and actively live it is, is 
what is people's next step. So what would you say is next for people? If they're learning this, if they're understanding it, if they say, cool, I've got these key questions. Um, I'm even willing to free write when it comes to, you know, what my skills are, when it comes to what's important to me, when it comes to, you know, what I hate in the world or what I, what I love in the world. Um, if they're willing to free write that and understand language patterns, what do you think of the next steps? Well, I think the only other question I ask people, and maybe this is, maybe this is where I'm supposed to plug the workshop really hard, but there is one other question that I ask people, which is why now? Hmm. Like why now? Right. So we can do like, I will give you a very personal example. Like, why now do I want to do all the stuff that I'm doing around my body? Like, why is my, right? Like I've been on a thousand diets and all kinds of stuff. And it's like in the last four months, five months of this year, body has just been this massively deep process for me. Right. And it, it, it is layers and layers and layers. And I think people do this with whatever area of life they have challenges in. I've just been grateful and lucky that work is not the area of life that I, you know, have the blocks in. Mine has, has been body. And so I've been going deeper and deeper and deeper into like, why now? Like, why now really am I doing this? And I think when you can get to why now really, like we talked about before, I had someone recently say this to me, like, when you get to that point, you can't unsee it and you can't not do it. Mm. You have to get to a place where you're like, it's now, like I, it's now, you know, and I will do whatever it is that I need to do. That is sometimes painful, sometimes super fun, some, anything in between, like it has to feel that important. And when you're there, you're there. Mm -hmm. And then it's, then it's like all doors open. Yeah. yeah. It's sort of like something shifts. Hey, I remember I'm very, very lucky as well. I've got many, many challenges coming up as we all do. Our soul's always expanding through these, this beautiful journey in the most harmonious and divine way. But I've always been very lucky with knowing, just having this deep knowing since I got into personal development, knowing what mission I'm meant to, I'm here for and just yeah. following that full time. Um, it's just this, this trigger in your mind that says, there's no other option. You, this is what you're here for. Yeah. And to be doing something else is, is literally like going against your soul and your soul will always pull you back at some level, whether it's through huge amounts of pain, huge amounts of opportunity, who knows, but it'll always yeah. pull you back to the, it'll always guide you to that decision. But it will, we all, all have free will. doesn't matter how much the universe or your soul is guiding you towards, you have to make that decision. It has to, it has to come to you to, to make that decision and, but one thing I know, it's not going away. You're always here for a mission. You're always here for a purpose. You're always here for something. And, um, and I think what's beautiful about, about you, Marina, and this workshop and everything that you're doing is you just help people get clear on it. And, and not only get clear on it, but work through everything you need to work through for you to live it. And yeah. um, it's, it's deep, deep work. So before we go into Purpose Workshop and talk to you a bit more about it, is there anything else that you want to add to this conversation that when people listen to it, they feel like, man, this is uh, something that's some, a, a step that I need to take or some clarity that I need around what, what's coming up for you. I'm trying to think, you know, one thing around that whole, like, will I be okay? Right. We're talking a lot about making personal decision. There's a, there's a concept around like the will of the world. Like we have our own willpower, right? And then there's the world. <laughs> like we can have a thousand beliefs around money, and there may be a market correction or there may be a new currency that comes up or there may be any of those things. Right. And it's like, I think a lot of times what I see is people trying to solve for the will of the world instead of their own willpower or their own, their own, you know, intention, their own uh, drive or their own intrinsic motivation. And if I, if, if that is, I don't know why that that's what's sort of coming up right now is like to make the distinction. I hope somebody needed to hear the distinction between the will of the world is going to be there. Like the wind's going to blow, right? If you throw a baseball and you're like, I am throwing the best pitch ever, the wind's still going to have the opportunity to blow. And so where do you want to spend your time? Do you want to spend your time worrying about the wind or do you want to spend your time honing your craft and getting really good at the pitch? Mm. Right. And that's, 
you know, hopefully that's useful to somebody. I'm not sure why that came out, but it comes up for the, the perfect reasons. No doubt people yeah. are going to, people are going to resonate with it or they're going to have a little chuckle and a laugh, whatever it's meant to be. Hey, the, yeah. we, we just let the, uh, we let the world sort that out. Uh, but tell people a little bit about the workshop in terms of um, what they can expect in terms of, um, you know, what, what's the outcome after, what can they feel, what can they experience? I can talk from my own experience, which I, which I have, but what's been, uh, what's been, what's been some of your experiences of the clients going through this workshop? What can people yeah. expect? Yeah. So some people, they're just like, I got it. You know, so Bo, who's a person who he actually facilitates with me, he kind of did the workshop and got so excited about it that we actually, he is actually the first person, the first purpose built coach, if you will, doing it with me. Like that's like when it, he got it, he got it. Like it was like wildfire, right? Um, and it's just for, for pure logistics, it's a five hour workshop. It's on a Saturday, it's digital. It's except, you know, it's open to everybody. You and I have talked a little bit about like, do we do one for Australia? Do we do one for a different mm-hmm. time zone, which I'm totally open to so that, you know, not everybody is going to be you and wake, wake up at 5am. Um, but it's a half day and it's full, it's live. This is not a, you know, a recorded thing. It's live. It's facilitated. I have a, 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 person who helps support that process and I think we did a lot of the conversation about what it's like and the free writing and all that Um, and from there we have an an integration call so about 10 days after we get back together in the community and we all kind of share you know how's it going some people are tweaking the language a little bit some people are like (laughs) I had one person get on the call and she had this massive like aha moment right she gets on the integration call she's like I hate it I hate it (laughs) right and I say that like that's not not the best pitch right but it actually is because what she had between the that workshop and the 10-day integration call was this massive realization that part of her statement was coming from a place of trauma and so she it so it unlocked for her and she rewrote it and she's been following her process ever since and so you know, I say that because we don't just, I feel really strongly that like a lot of times you, you do some really big work, right? And then you just sort of like, okay, now what? Where's the integration? Like what happens after that? And, and my intention is not only to just to, to do as much as I can in, in that time frame for people and give them as much value, but to create a community, right? And so we have a monthly integration call for the entire purpose-built community, all my clients, one-on-one coaches, you know, one-on-one clients, workshop participants, all that. So there is a community component to this. And then depending on where you're at in your purpose process, you might move on to the second one, which is all about clearing any resistance that's in the way, which is that beta that I was telling you about. Mm-hmm. And then once you get clear and you actually have your, your vision pretty solid, that's when we go into creation mode. So what's your offering set? Or if you want to go back into a standard career, there's like, how do you position yourself? How do you message yourself? What does your resume look like? So we go into creation as part three of this sort of overarching, find your purpose, get super, super clear on that thread, on that frequency, clear out anything that's in the way and then, and then create and then make stuff. So cool. So cool. That action steps are important and integrating in your life is, one of the best slash scariest journeys you'll ever, you'll ever take. Um, but where can people find out more about you, more about the workshop, follow you online? What are the, what are the best ways? Yeah. So I'm on Instagram. I'm like doing the, the digital thing. It's new for me. So bear with me. That's why you're like, tell me your story. I'm like, I think I remember what my story is. Um, It's all still very new. The digital, I'm really, really lucky. Um, and very grateful that I've, I've have this community that I've built, you know, over the last three years of having moved to Denver, um, that has shown up and been in support and just been lovely. And they are kind of like driving the, the, they're the support behind me going digital. So, um, I will leave the website. I'll leave the link to the purpose workshop. Um, it's just purposebuilt.io is very, very simple. You can, you can find everything under there. Um, but we'll leave a link to the, to the workshop, to the purpose workshop. And then you, we, you and I already have a code for your serving circle mm-hmm. um, members. So if you are part of the serving circle, which if you're listening to this, if you're not part of the serving circle, like, yeah, what are you doing? What are you doing? What's happening? <laughs> um, 
Um, and so we have a 20% off code for the Serving Cir Circle members. It's just Serving Circle 20. And that code is, it's just for this community. And so it's not just this next workshop. It'll be around as long as we're doing workshops, basically. And as long right. as the Serving Circle is a thing. Beautiful. Uh, it's not going anywhere anytime soon. So <laughs> I don't know if people listen to this in like 2070 or something. <laughs> like, where the hell do I find the Serving Circle? But yeah, I, I love I love your ability to serve. I love how you're following your passion and your excitement, and you're just truly integrating and living it. I think the the courage, the 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 compassion, the the confidence that's pouring through you it's it, it's clearly you're you're being the example of living it. So very very well done. Is there any anything else that's coming through? Is just a a, a piece of information that would help this conversation feel complete? I think just orient. Okay, I read. I've read a book recently that uh, is phenomenal. It's called "The Universe Has Your Back." Have you heard it about it? I've heard about it. I haven't read it. It's heard about so it. So good. It's epically good. It's Gabby Bernstein. I saw her online, and I was like, "Oh, that's gonna be me." Like, it's cool. gonna be my version. But it's like the first coach I saw on the internet. I was like, "Oh, alignment." Like, I see you. We're doing this thing. Like, I want to know you. We're gonna be friends. Like she wrote this, she's written a bunch of books and, and this, this one that I've most recently read is called The Universe Has Your Back. And one of the mantras in it, to the point around orienting towards, you know, to answering the question, like, will I be okay? Mm -hmm. Is I choose to learn through love, not fear. Beautiful. And you can, or you can substitute the universe, God, com compassion, gratitude, whatever you want for love, right? But when you orient towards love and choose to learn through love and not fear, that's trust, that's support. That's when you take the step and everything opens up. So I encourage everyone to just take a minute and just orient towards love and not fear and, and see what happens. See what happens. See what happens. No doubt it's going to be some magic along the way. A lot of fears, a lot of healing, a lot of magic that shows up but it is quite it is quite the journey so feel free to reach out to marina we'll put all the links in the show notes and the links below everything that you need to uh to connect but marina this has been incredible i can't wait for people to hear this and i uh, just want to support you and and all the best for the journey that what comes next thank you thank you thank you for everything you're doing for every single entrepreneur and or human who is leading from a place of heart it's my pleasure my pleasure thanks so much for being here very much appreciated. Thanks for listening to the Awaken Your Business podcast. If you're a heart-centered business owner, you know that selling, marketing, and business strategy can bring up a lot of fear, doubt, and scarcity. And this is why I created the community on Facebook called The Serving Circle. It's in here where you get to grow your business as a byproduct of asking the question, how may I serve? It's on our weekly Zoom collaborative calls where you get to serve by meeting like-minded people and organizing collaborations, service exchanges, and partnerships so together we can heighten consciousness through business success. So just search The Serving Circle in your Facebook groups and you'll see that you're just one heartfelt collaboration away from reaching your biggest business goal. Take care now.